in it. It's not like a, a mystical thing. It is exact and precise. And I've found that people who have doubts about it, once they start listening to me describe the things about themselves that I see clearly in their chart, it hits home. So this is not a system where you have to be someone else or grow or change into something. This is literally you pulling off parts of you that you have collected from your childhood and in your adulthood, things that are not you. And so you just get back to yourself. Once you start getting back to yourself, you realize there's this thing called alignment. And then you have all these cool things happening in your life, like synchronizations just start happening. Things are getting smoother. Things are getting easier. So it's, it's a process really seven years is the guide of how long it takes to decondition all of the stuff that's not you and get back to your true self. But if you stick with this within a year, you will have the most profound changes. Welcome to another episode on the Fueled by Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Dumay, and if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Fueled by Gratitude has the pleasure of interviewing and having raw, authentic conversations with amazing guest speakers who are entrepreneurs, coaches, business professionals, and everyday amazing human beings. Each individual is here to share their testimonies and principles to living a life in which you are not just surviving, but a life in which you are thriving in. And on today's episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing and having having a really amazing conversation with Ashley Braswell. She is a life coach, but she specifically specializes in human design. And I had to have an episode where we talked about this concept. Now, I had struggled with bringing on human design and the modality of human design because it is something that can seem very taboo and very new age for some of us who come from the Christian uh, church background. But I highly encourage you to just kind of open up to this concept and to this modality and see how it may integrate with your personal, true, authentic, self-expressed self, okay? I know that was like a little long, but there is is a life where we are tuning into our full expression and we are in authentic alignment to who we are and we do have a human design. So if this is your first time being introduced to human design, again, just listen to it, open your mind to this concept and see how it can really be integrated into your life in a way for you to design how things can work because many of us are trying to fit into the routines and patterns and habits of pretty much everyone hoping that it works for us as well. And when we get into these like roadblocks and just things are just not working out, we're not really high vibing and thriving. There's a reason why, because we have a unique human design. We came on here, came into this planet with a unique blueprint and human design basically helps us recognize that blueprint within ourselves. So give this episode a shot. I highly encourage you to tune into it and then look into it a little bit further. I would love to connect with you. I'm sure Ashley would love to connect with you as well as she is going to be a guest trainer in my Cocoon Challenge going deeper into this concept for you to be able to design your Cocoon program um, for getting results made for you by who you are. Doesn't that sound even more amazing? Stop trying out things that are not made for you and trying to be what everybody else is, right? Or what everybody else is doing, but get the results in life that you want, get the dreams and the goals that create the vision that you want that is in alignment with your true authenticity. And again, in your full expression by knowing your unique human design so that you can strategize and create your environment to give you the results that you want. That's what this introduction is going to do today on this episode. Enjoy today's episode with Ashley Braswell. All right, everybody, I'm super excited to have a very special guest on the Field by Gratitude podcast. You are going to love this episode. I have been vibing and really attracted to this 
individual here that she's about to start speaking any second here. Um, on Instagram, I got connected through a friend and she gives tons of value in her platform that really aligns with what my mission is, is to create a life where you are thriving in. And today's episode, I have Ashley Broswell. She is a life coach and she specializes in human design and gene keys. So I have never had anyone talk on human design on the podcast, but it is a topic that I've been wanting to have on the podcast for a while, for at least two years, which is when I was introduced to it, which was two years ago. And these, these modalities, these concepts that we're going to discuss today, or more so Ashley, because she's the expert, not me, um, are really going to be what I consider life-changing tools. And when I say life-changing tools, we're talking about ways to really create a balance of and thrive and not just balance but really a life where you're going to be thriving in so without me speaking any longer ashley thank you so much for saying yes to being on the podcast and and being here to connect with my listeners and audience i'm super super pumped to have you on thank you so much for that warm welcome and i am so excited to be here well, tell everyone a little bit more about what human design is, what gene keys are, how you got into this industry and this work, what, why you're so you know, passionate about this, because I think it is a very foreign concept to a lot of people. And also maybe later on, we can kind of demystify some of the myths of human design or what the idea might be for other people that maybe like, maybe heard of it. We're not talking about horoscopes. It's a little, you know, thing like sometimes people kind of link it to like, you know, like horoscopes or new age type concepts that they might feel is taboo. So those are kind of things that I want you to like go a little bit in depth with about like just what it is and what it's not. Perfect. Okay. So I'll start with how I found it. Um, I've run a business with my husband since 2007 and the demands there were intense and I experienced this really rock bottom health crash back in 2015. And that started me on a journey of all of the health stuff, <laughs> all, all of it. I went through nutrition, herbal world, homeopathy, detox, and all the things you name it. I looked at it and I got certified in most of it. I mean, I even trained with uh, Maria Emmerich as a keto coach. And then I was trying to be certified as a uh, nutritionist and knew that wasn't for me, but, um, it's certifications and all kinds of things, even in like, I got into essential oils. I mean, all just all of it. And somewhere along the line, I realized that I was only about to 80% and I knew there was something more. I was like, there's this 20% that I'm missing. That's when I got into more of the emotional work. And so in 2020, I got certified as a bioresonance practitioner and I got into the woo-woo, I guess you'd say. <laughs> and then I just uh, discovered um, their Germanic healing knowledge and how emotions can quite literally be proven to be the root cause of what your health issues are. Right after that, human design dropped in. And that's when I decided, you know, really I've put so much emphasis on the body and what's going in and detox and all that. And I really have not paid any attention to the healing. So that's how I got to human design. And um, really I've settled. I'm one of those people that like to learn about all the things. And I just keep searching and keep searching. But I knew when I landed with human design that I could sit with this for a long time because this is where I've done the most healing, even though I went through the path of the, the body, the mind and the psyche is where it's at for me. So um, human design, it's, it's not woo-woo. It's, it's not something that you have to believe in or put faith in. It's very logical, very strategic. It is the exact place and the exact date and time that you were born. It was a miracle. It was just a divine moment. And so everything about the moment that you are born is very precise. It's like I said, it's very logical. You can almost imagine, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Jumanji where uh, the second one where they tap their chest and like a little um, blueprint thing pops up 
in front of them. That's yeah. kind of what human design is. It's a blueprint. It just shows you about yourself. So um, what I also work with is gene keys and it's much more right-brained. It's much more poetic. And this is where you can really journal and study about yourself and the activations that happen inside of your body, the, the changes within your DNA, it really does affect you. Um, so you think that this is just a study of yourself, but really you're activating DNA in your body and lighting things up in a way that you never have before. So, um, yeah, this is a blend of astrology and the Chinese I Ching and chakras and genetics, but also biochemistry. And so you, you don't have to believe in it. It's not like a, a mystical thing. It is exact and precise. And I've found that people who have doubts about it, once they start listening to me describe the things about themselves that I see clearly in their chart, it hits home. So this is not a system where you have to be someone else or grow or change into something. This is literally you pulling off parts of you that you have collected from your childhood and in your adulthood, things that are not you. And so you just get back to yourself. Once you start getting back to yourself, you realize there's this thing called alignment. And then you have all these cool things happening in your life, like synchronizations to start happening. Things are getting smoother. Things are getting easier. So it's, it's a process really seven years is the guide of how long it takes to decondition all of the stuff. That's not you and get back to your true self. But if you stick with this within a year, you will have the most profound changes. I love it. I love it so much. Yes. And I totally, you know, like I said, I resonate so much with this work and, you know, your content and human design so much. And it definitely was something that was very taboo for me. The concept was kind of taboo for uh, many years ago, but there were other things that, um, the other modalities that kind of started getting my feet wet, I guess you could say, like I started healing parts of myself and, then I was able to understand, you know, at least like level one. And then that was, a, gave me the opportunity to then go to like level two. And I think everybody kind of has to start somewhere. And when you're program, or I like to say needed to have certain fears or, you know, if you're, you, you're kind of boxed into certain lifestyle practices and you're, you are held back from getting to even level one, and for me, many of the listeners that are here know that like I went through a difficult divorce that forced me to go inside to a level that I had never really thought I needed to go. And that's what opened up the doors for me to understand. And when you were talking about how much emotions play in our health, I had never really heard about that. The only thing I had heard is like, oh, yeah, stress can cause you to have health, you know, health, negative health, health, like issues, right? I knew that. And I knew that I was a very stressful person. I knew that I was always suffering with anxiety and stress and worry and insomnia. And that led to a whole bunch of health issues. But I just was like very, I only understood surface level concept about stress. I'm like, oh, I'm just a very stressful person. It wasn't until a few years ago, I realized that, that, that it went deeper than that, that there was trauma that caused that, that survival uh, instinct to kind of kick in of like, you know, fight or flight and constantly needing to like fight and worry and and plan and 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 to control and all of these like personality features that came out that I just thought those are that's just my personality um and then I got introduced to Dr. Joe Dispenza's you know work he's a doctor neuroscientist that I talk about a lot and he starts talking about these like traumas and these emotions and balancing you know the energy centers and I was like wow like this so I gave it a shot and then I healed and I was like, well, if that worked, then there's got to be more to this. And then I started getting, you know, a little bit more and more uh, deeper into the energy work and the vibrations, as we say. Right. And sometimes people call it woo woo, call it whatever. But then there's a science behind it. And like you said, there these aren't just things you have to have faith in. It's an actual science that people can understand. So how does how can we talk about like, yes, there's these. Um, energies, there's these, you know, human design based on when you were born, based on, you know, how, how your, I guess the, the universe plays in that role of 
I, I don't know. I don't want to say like how the stars aligned or, you know, but because I don't want to like, you know, get too, too deep into the words and, and concepts that might now steer us the wrong way. But we do have a human design. There are certain things that are at play based on when we were born, where we were born, all of these things. How does then our, our experiences, right, and our environment also affect like how do we distinguish that because you mentioned something about like kind of getting getting finding your true who you are not the things that happen to you i think that is a, a very specific distinction right so how do how would you say those two things play a role and how would someone start to navigate a, in those things right in the environment and the experiences and also the human design to start healing if that question makes sense <laughs> It does. I have the perfect analogy in my head. I, I'm very visual. And so the way that I view this is there's almost two lines running parallel. And so one is like conflict energy. It's the things that happen to us that we cannot control things that come into our lives and just rock us. And then on the bottom is the energy of just who we are, our personality. And so I kind of, um, what I love about human design is I feel like if I can level out my personality's energy, just the baseline of who I am, whenever the conflicts come, they won't be as intense. That's, that's helped me. That's how I process all this. So the way that you, you would balance yourself, I guess, in human design is really following your authority. And so you can, this is how you pull up your chart. If you're brand new to human design, you can go to Jovian archive, or my favorite is genetic matrix.com. And you pull up your chart. You just enter um, the exact time you were born in your location. You put your information in and a chart comes up. And what you're going to look for is your type. So this is going to make a lot of sense, the more you stick with it. So I'm a projector and my authority is I'm self-projected. Everybody's different. You might have a generator who is um, just a pure generator. They just follow their gut instinct. You might have a manifester who um, really follows those splenic hits, like um, uh, just an intuitive hit. So there's a lot of different um, types of authority, right? But when you start to follow your own authority and you make decisions with that, you come into alignment. And so this is one of the, the basic things that you start with is because there's a lot going on in the chart. You're going to get overwhelmed when you look at it. And you're like, what's all these numbers and, and arrows and red and black, or, you know, all these things start with your type and authority. And, um, that's the, the, the basic like habit, every decision you make splits the energy in front of you, every single one. So if you look at it, like you're just going through thousands of doors all day, you, if you're not in alignment, you're not going to go through the right door and you're going to man, man, why did I choose that? I really did. I, I went against my internal authority. And so you can just check that with mine being self-projected. It's more of, I just need to hear myself talk out the answer. Um, I get really wordy. So if somebody says, do you want to go eat tacos for lunch? I'll say, um, well, let me think. I'll say, well, I had tacos yesterday, so I'm not really thinking I'm in the mood for it. I, I hear myself making the decision. Other people that have the sacral defined, they'll have a gut instinct. It'll be like a yes or no. And what's really fun about this one is I've learned with my family, I have some generators. I'll ask them specific yes or no. If I ask them, well, um, if I ask them a question that needs an explanation, they just turn off and they just like, well, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But the minute that I ask them yes or no, check their sacral response, they give me a direct answer. And it's not like that for me because I don't have that kind of gut instinct people talk about. So it's just really interesting learning yourself, but also with your family and things just start going so much smoother in your household. And if you want to, I can kind of run through um, this, the centers, what they represent in the body. Um, I don't like, I don't know how much yeah. you want to go uh, here. <laughs> yeah. Can you actually go over the actual, the types in the 
you know, human design, you mentioned projector. I'm actually a projector. I don't know all the details. I know that I'm a projector. Can you go over the different types real quick and kind of give like a general synopsis on it? Obviously, we know the different lines and numbers that play into that. But just to kind of like skim through it, just so people get a better sense of what we're talking about. Yeah, sure. So first, we I like to start with manifestors. They are initiators. They they need to inform people of their things because they're the ones that literally start the ideas of, of the world. Their auras are not very magnetic. They tend to run people off and it's not that they're doing it on purpose. It's just that they have this power about themselves and um, it's a small percent of the population, but they um, historically a long time ago, you can imagine like Kings and Queens have this energy. It's like, they are the ones that set forth what we're going to do today. This is where we're going. I'm just going to tell you. And then everybody else, y'all know what to do with it. That's the manifestor energy and generators are the ones that respond to it. If you said, I really would like a yellow kitchen. I just, Oh, I would just love a kitchen. A generator in the house would say, Oh my gosh, can I please paint? I know the perfect like paint color. I, I love this. Can I please paint? And that's how generators work. You give them something to respond to and they are just lit. Their, their strategy is to respond to things. They're builders, creators. They bring it into form. And the thing is about generators is it must go step by step. That is just how they process. It needs to have a process. It needs to go step by step in order for that thing to be created. And then you have manifest in generators, which is sort of a blend Lots of high tensile energy here because manifestors um, or ma excuse me, manifest and generators move really quick and they see shortcuts and it's such fun energy because my son's a manifest and generator. Um, so they, their strategy is to respond to things. They know how to create and build and just bring forth that thing, but also they are creators too. So they're just all over the place. So fun. They move quick brilliant they just take shortcuts and yeah the, it's a really it's a sparkly energy is the way I like to my, my um, testing generator and that that's an Elise sounds like him and he could definitely make things happen and he, he makes very quick decisions too sometimes too quick I'm like oh can we slow down a little bit <laughs> yes and that leads me to projectors and so projectors are just here to guide and manage the projects that the generators are making it's like we can see what happens we don't have defined sacral energy so we don't have the actual stamina to be turned on all day and to be working all day but what we do is we look at what the generators are doing and we say oh okay i see that um this needs to to go in this direction because we're very visual we have that ability to just guide the important thing is we have to be invited to God. So in a, a toxic projector like me, I used to be, I would just blurt kind of insert my opinion, <laughs> nag, whatever, where it, it wasn't meant to be. Um, but man, a projector in alignment, we are meant to literally just support in God. It's like, we just have the ability to fine tune things for people. And when we're invited, it's very like, we feel successful. The other person feels like they've got everything lined up. It's just, it's all about guidance there. And then oh. reflectors are 1% of the population and they are just a mirror. They, in their chart, they have no definition. And so what this means is they just absorb everything that's going on around them and they just reflect it back to us. So um, their strategy is to literally slow way down and make their decisions with the moon cycle because every single day they're feeling a different energy in the environment and with people. So those are kind of unicorns. Wow. Wow. Awesome. Well, I, you know, I, one of the other things that I started really practicing and paying attention to my body, um, because I believe, you know, we have four phases and, and just being a female, right. Woman, we have like the menstrual, the follicular, the ovulation and, um, the luteal. And I can definitely tell a difference, just how I feel my energy level during those type of phases. And so 
I love that you mentioned like, you know, just that little bit of like how I get, what was that last one? Reflectors mm-hmm. uh, that plays a role because I think that all of us have phases in general that are affected by like what is happening in our body. So it's kind of like for those who are listening, never heard of human design, think about it in like that kind of aspect. Like there is a science to your body. There's a science to your your energies and the ways that what you're drawn to and what you're not drawn to. And and I love that so much. And I was like you, I guess I was a toxic projector as well, um, where I just gave, gave my thoughts where it wasn't, I wasn't invited to share my thoughts or I was, I like, I guess you could say I, I would come off a little too pushy to some people because I'm like, well, look, I can help you and I can do this for you. And like, why don't I do this for you? Why don't you sign up? program and like you should do it and and it wasn't like it you know it wasn't it wasn't in alignment with how people needed me to show up and so now I've learned to really kind of just sit back and just create and do it with passion and do it with love and set the intention out and and wait and 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 that was really hard for me because I'm not the most patient person and I'm just like ready for action and ready to take lead but I love I love all that you have said so far and you mentioned so before I asked for you to go over the uh types you mentioned um discussing something else like energy centers or I'm not sure what you had mentioned and I yeah so it's just the centers they're they're triangles and squares and shapes when you look at your chart. And I remember the first time that I looked at my chart and I saw that there were a lot of white and I was like, well, what? that's sad. That means I don't have it. And I was really bummed out. I didn't even like my own design, but as I began to learn about it, what you'll see is in, in your chart, if it's completely white and there's no colors, then you're a reflector. There are also people who have all of the centers colored in, and that's really rare, but it can happen. But for the most of everybody, you'll have white centers and colored in. And that means defined, colored, or undefined white. And so where you have a colored in center, it just means that you feel this energy all day long. You recognize it. It comes from within you. You're like, yes, that's definitely me. Like I have access to that all day. And if it's white, it means you will feel it. You will still experience it, but it will come from the environment or other people. And when you feel it, it's amplified. So it's literally like, like a guitar amp or um, like a, a quartz crystal that amplifies energies. Like you literally pick it up and you go, whoa, because it's not something that you experience all day long. You recognize it, you blow it up and you're like, what is this? So if it's coming from the head center where like ideas and concepts or things that come in that you're really inspired by you'll be like that is the best idea ever like I can't believe that if it's an emotion and it's um, undefined for you you might feel so overwhelmed this is what if, if you have a solar plexus that's undefined you are an empath because you feel so much more emotion it's okay. So let me slow down here. I have this center is undefined. And I used to think that I was cold hearted. I'd even been called cold hearted. And it's because on my own, I'm very chill. Like not much bothers me. I'm cool, calm and collected. The minute that somebody comes around that has defined solar plexus, I amplify it and it gets really intense. I cry easy. I'll just get washed over with a wave of emotion. And that is actually what caused me to close down very early as a child. Cause nobody told me this, nobody said that you need to regulate your emotions. And this, this wasn't a thing. So what I did was I felt so deeply and so intensely, I just closed it all down. I said, I'm just not going to feel anything. I get too overwhelmed. Well, you can see as in marriage and having kids, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so once human design came in, I was just slapped in the face with this awareness. And so this has been a really big process for me. And I think it is for other people who go through this is regulating the emotions. And so if you have any center here, that's white, just imagine you're a screen door. The, the thing comes into your field, into your aura, and it just leaves. It just passes right through. It just like a nice breath of air. It's not yours. 
You don't hang on to it. You don't cling on to it. It could be a fear, a pressure, an emotion, um, a feeling of competitiveness, like whatever it is, you can go through all of these centers and you will know, oh, that's not mine. Oh, I'm not going to hang on to it. So this is all awareness. You just go through these different centers and memorize them. You know what they stand for. And then all of a sudden that you've probably seen this a lot in the social media world. People will put like my nervous system is stressed or my nervous system is taxed or like I'm overwhelmed. And they just label it as just one big stressor that puts them into flight, fight or flight. But once you memorize the human design centers, all of a sudden you can laser in narrow down, identify it. And you don't feel like your whole entire system is stressed out. You'll say, Oh my goodness, this is a pressure from the, the idea that just came in. Like I need to do something with it. Susie Q over here gave me this. It's not mine. Uh, it could be an emotion, like a movie you're watching floods in and the whole rest of the afternoon, you're just, you know, all upset because this movie you watched, but then you're like, Oh, that's an emotion. I felt, um, it could be a fear from somebody else. Like there's a lot of that all the time around now, it seems about like our, our things that are happening. It could be a fear that you're hanging on and it's not coming from within inside of you. It's just something that you picked up from someone else talking about it. So you can laser in on these things, become aware of it and be like, oh, yep. Snap back to myself who I truly am. And that is the most transformative thing I've ever found. Like I said, with all the modalities and all the things I try to fix about myself, learning human design, learning my own design. Oh, I don't even get in fights with my husband anymore. And that I could, (laughs) I could have you ask my children. That is the biggest thing because we used to fight like cats and dogs and it would drag out for days. We love, love each other very deeply, but as I've been in my experiment, I keep asking him every couple months. I'm like, Hey, did you notice that our argument only lasted for an hour? And now it's down to today or excuse me, yesterday, literally we were sitting at the table and I was like, this is his own, uh, whatever he's dealing with. It's coming. It's not me. And he's not really even mad at me. I'm just sitting here like thinking through the lens of my design and his design. And I didn't even get riled up. I didn't hold on to anything he said. And I said, isn't that interesting? We didn't even get in a fight. And he looked at me and he said, that is interesting. (laughs) Awesome. I love that so much. Yes. So awesome. So, okay. I know it sounds for those of you listening might sound really overwhelming. You mentioned a resource that people can just kind of, they can go to, it's free. They can put their information in. It'll give them their general like uh, type, right? Mm-hmm. Their chart. If they want to work with someone, obviously deeper, kind of learn a little bit more about human design for a personal, like, you know, strategies or personal life balance and work and relationships and health. Um, I want to plug your information in the show notes so everyone can just like connect with you. And just by following you, if you guys are not following Ash, like you, you want to follow her, she, she, gives a ton of great information. Um, You have courses, right? I know you do coaching and all those tools. Anything else that you want to kind of mention or introduce or kind of highlight about like why someone would want to gain more information on their human design? Like what, like the whole purpose of the Fueled by Gratitude podcast is to bring people on here and to share tools and strategies and lifestyle practices to live a thriving life. Like we, like we always say, and what, why would you as an advocate, as someone who's very passionate about this, like what would be, why would you tell someone, right? They need this and they need to know this, like for someone who's listening and has never heard of human design, what are the benefits in in the key areas of life? So I would directly pop right over to the jinkies, excuse me. So Richard Rudd created the jinkies from working with human design and these two systems pair magically together. I use them both. And so if someone is, and this is really true for middle-aged women, right before we hit the midlife crisis, we're like, what am I here for? This is where I start working with the jinkies. And so it's gene as in genetic, you can find your direction your life's work, your purpose, 
You can figure out with your relationships. You can figure out how to make money. If you've been a mom for your whole life and then all of a sudden your kids leave and you're like, okay, now what do I do? All of this it's the same thing. Like, don't get too overwhelmed with it because when you pull up, you can go to genekeys.com, pull up your profile, your hologenetic profile, it's called. And the numbers are the same. The same numbers that are in your human design chart are the same ones in the jinkies. They just call them jinky 64, jinky 30, whatever. It's the same information. And it's laid out in little bubbles. And so this is where I love to work with my clients. Um, it's the majority of your energy, 70% of your energy on your human design chart. It's the top two numbers on each side. And then over in the jinkies, it's these little green bubbles. If you pull up the chart, you'll, you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. And this is where you want to start because once you line up your, what everybody notices about you, like the thing that they would say, Oh yeah, Victoria, I can totally see that you're a projector and you, that you do this so well. People recognize that about you. Sometimes you don't recognize these things about yourself, but you look at the chart, you look at the numbers, and then you kind of follow a path and you'll start with yourself. You'll, you'll start with what are you here for? What makes you healthy and complete and whole? What lights you up? What's your purpose? And then you move into the relationship, the Venus sequence. And that is where you do a lot of deep work, a lot of heart work, and then you can move into how to make money with your, your wealth lines and all these things, your, your pearl sequence. So it's a gentle flow and it, it does take a long time. It takes maybe a year or two, three, four to really, oh, soak it all in, but this is the work to do. And so I can give you some resources definitely get the jinkies by Richard Rudd. I've got it right here. There is a blue book and a white book. It's the same thing. It's really thick. The blue book is the written word of what it started with. And then the white book is his voice transmissions. Both of them are equally amazing and they don't read like a regular book. You can literally just flip open to a certain jinky and read about it. Um, and then let's see other, oh yeah. So if, if you're overwhelmed at all of this, just follow some people on social media. There are some really good Instagram accounts that focus on your particular type. So you can, if you're a manifester, just type in human design manifestors and there'll be some really great accounts and you'll start to associate through memes and humor and really informative posts. Oh, I love the community. The human design community is amazing. So just start looking through social media posts. That's how I did it. You just kind of get an idea and you start picking up little tidbits about yourself, but then getting the books. Um, of course, there's the human design book that's um, that we can link in the show notes, but the jinkies is much more poetic. It's much more soul tapping into like, you just read it and you're like, it gives you goosebumps and I really recommend doing that. Um, yeah. So that's, that's take it easy and slow. Don't put it away because I think that's what people do is they see all these numbers and words and they're like, this is too much. Yeah. Just, um, start the easiest thing is just to start with that top number on the black column. And it's got a little circle with a dot in and that's your conscious son. And whatever that number is, you can pull it up online. You don't even have to buy the book. You could probably just, you know, pull it up online and do some reading about it and just start there. And then you can start working on other areas of your chart, but you'll start to realize about yourself, these things. And then all of a sudden you're not afraid to show it to the world. You gain confidence. You shed off what you're not, the things that you've held, maybe a teacher said about you or if you've got really toxic parents and they said something to you one time, like you'll start to realize that, that was not me. And I'm going to step into who I actually am and make decisions by my strategy and alignment. And it just, everything starts clicking and it's beautiful. And I'm just so, if you can't tell, I'm so addicted to it because I love personally drawing out people's superpowers and their gifts and I want to make them feel like Michael Jordan, because when I was a nineties kid, everything was like Michael Jordan, you know, and I would always wonder, like, everybody's got that inside of him. It's not just him. I see other people excelling like that. And I was like, I would look at people and say, 
what's your Michael Jordan thing? What are you good at? And there were so many people just sad and depressed. And I would be kind of bummed out thinking there, I know it's inside of everybody. So this is what I do now for a living. I look at people's charts, I dig in, I find what their purpose in life is and what their talents and how they can get there. And I just show them what I see because that's my gift. My, I have a right angle cross of consciousness. And so that's, that's the work I do with my clients anyways, is, um, I love it so much, so much. <laughs> and I, you know, like I said, I, I was introduced to this, you know, a couple years ago and I, it, it really is such a great tool for anyone that isn't just even a discovery journey. Like you just said it here about women that might be like, who am I? You know, what, what am I supposed to do? And, you know, most of my listeners are females, are women, are moms, are entrepreneurs. And I think the number one conversation that we have besides just health in general, right? Like I think every woman is always talking about their weight and somehow weight somehow, especially I'm, I'm 40, I'm about to turn 41. We hit this age where like, if we're not talking about our health and our metabolisms or our hormones, we're definitely talking about this concept of identity. We're talking about, I don't know who I am anymore or who am I, or what do I want to do? If, especially if you're in transitional stages of life, maybe whether it's, you know, a, like for me, it was a divorce, but I have plenty of women that are, are married and they're happy with their husbands, but they still have this like void that they're like, I just, they're not motivated anymore. Like they used to be. And, you know, maybe they've reached a point in their career where it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm, I've been doing this for so long. I'm good at it, but it's not, it's not driving me anymore. Or they used to have a hobby or they used to have, you know, things that they used to do for fun. And those things are not fun anymore, or the hobbies are not, not what they're drawn to anymore. Like there's all these changes and it's, you know, I have this conversation a lot where women are just like, they feel just like very in this complacent stage in their life. Um, and it could be because, you know, they've just kind of been on a trajectory that was created for them. And so now they like did that trajectory, right. They yeah. did, they, they thought they needed to do and never was really fulfilled, but they've just been busy and they've been going through the motions and they've been just surviving, right? And not really thriving. And now that's why they're in this like kind of fork in the road. And they're just like, I don't know which way to go. Do I keep doing what I've been doing because it's gotten me here so far? Or do I go the other way and try new things? And I think that when you, if you're listening and you're in that transition and you're in that season of life where you're just kind of questioning like, what you want, or maybe it's just that you're not happy with your health. You know, you're not thriving in your health. I personally believe that human design and what you explained, Gene Keys, is going to be such an incredible guide where you're going to almost avoid like the, the, like, you're going to avoid the trial and error almost like, you know, you're like, otherwise you try something, you're like, eh, that was fun, but it's not what I want. And you try something else and like, eh, that was fun. And you're trying all these strategies or these methods and you're just going to like get exhausted because yes, you're looking and you're searching and you're wanting something different. But if you just tune in to who you are, and I love how you said that, like your human design is basically your essence, who you are this magical, unique human being that if you tune into that and then let that be your guide, you're going to avoid so much more delays, right? You're going to avoid the chaos. And I, that's what I have to say about that. I mean, do you agree with me, Ash, on oh, that? You're so correct. And actually, if you stick with this and you, you really fall into it, head over heels in love with it, in love with yourself, you're going to learn the majority of motivational speakers and coaches and advice it's broad and it's supposed to apply to everyone but it doesn't um and I'll give you one example there's a very popular lady that I see on social media and she has methods of rolling out of the bed in the morning and I just giggle to myself now because what she's trying to do is to keep up with the majority of the world who has energy and her body is screaming that she needs more sleep. And I guarantee you, if you look at her chart, she, she's either making decisions out of alignment and her body is saying, uh, uh, but her brain is telling her to, so that creates fatigue or, um, she doesn't have 
sacral energy like everybody else's and she thinks that she's supposed to. So she's, you know, sliding out of the bed and hitting the alarm in a certain way and setting alarms and just really struggling. And that's something that I used to do. It was like my husband, he's up at five o'clock in the morning, he's ready to go and he's got so much energy. And then I would be like seven 30, like I just needed more sleep and I judged myself so hard. So this kind of broad advice that everybody's like, we we're just supposed to be this way, be motivated, do it. It's gotta be this way. Let's go. That doesn't apply for everybody. And I'm just talking about actual fatigue and burnout here. Not even all the other advice that's out there about health and wellness. And there's so many areas in the chart. I can look at it and, and go, aha, here it is exactly for you. And if you pivot this one or two things, you're going to avoid burnout, avoid fatigue, just that easy. It's just, it's insane how accurate it is. Yeah. You know, I want to touch on something and because I'm really into this conversation because I feel like I, you know, I'm a life coach myself and I teach a lot of the strategies, modalities, techniques that helped me. And I love that what you just said, because I now that's making me kind of like you look into my modalities and strategies a little bit more and to design that. And this is a great time for me to introduce uh, that Ash, if she is still a yes for me, she is going to be one of the guest trainers on my annual uh, group program. My, the one that's the big one. And you guys, a lot of the listeners have done it in the past or have heard me talk about it. It's called the cocoon challenge. And, but we are leveling it up. And one of the reasons why is because I want to introduce human design into my program for this very reason, because I've been, I teach a lot of modalities that worked for me, but you just said it, it's not going to work for everybody. And unless you create your unique plan, um, you're, and you're going to run into problems because you're doing someone else's plan. And although the cocoon challenge there, um, you are designing your own challenge and everyone who's done it knows that there's a majority of the aspects of it. You are designing, um, your own with the tools that I'm providing, there's still a deeper element, which is why I wanted to introduce human design. Cause one of the things that I, I am, I used to not be a morning person. Like I used to not be an early riser and then became an early riser. So my mentality is, trust me, you might be like me who used to not, but then you can teach yourself to be. But what you just kind of introduced saying that like, that might look different for somebody else. That early morning doesn't always have to start at five for everybody, right? Or that can start, you know, at a different time. And what I usually tell people is like, it doesn't have to be 5 a.m. for you, but there, you know, there should be some type of grounding, self-regulation, some type of morning. But I love how you said, like, my husband's up at five. I need a little bit longer. And I know I definitely feel that like when I'm just not regulated in general, like if I have been completely off my, like, listening to myself, like you said, like going inwards, listening to myself, giving my body what it needs. And I'm overexerting myself. I'm just completely dysregulated. And I'm, my energy is completely drawn, no matter what phase of my cycle I'm in. If I'm even in like my, you know, the follicular and ovulatory where I'm supposed to have this high libido and high energy, if I'm dysregulated, it does not matter that I'm in those, (laughs) I want to sleep and I'm, guys and I'm not getting any productivity. I think it comes down to that balance and that and listening to yourself and creating that system for you so that you are regulated, you know, and that you're not burning yourself all the time on burnout mode. You're listening inwards, you're giving your body what it needs, not what everybody else needs or whatever what it's you know someone else is working on and and how it worked for them testimonials are great. I think they're great introductions to introduce certain practices that worked for someone and say, how can that fit into my life? But I think that this unique concept of human design really kind of like, that is like the final piece. It's the final element of designing your strategies, whether it's for money, for relationships, for health. And so I'm super pumped guys. I know that you're uh, probably listening to this in the around end of October to early November, but we are going to be having Ash guest train on human design in the cocoon challenge. I'm super grateful for you to, to be, to do that for us. But, um, yeah. Okay. Before I 
just just ramble on. Is there any final things you want to share? Obviously, I'm going to have all of your links, your resources um, linked in the show notes where they can follow you as well. But is there anything you want to kind of like end the um, the call with, the, the interview with any final words? Yeah, something that was coming up. I, I'm so lit for everything that you just said. Something that came up was there, there may be some people out there because I was conditioned like this deeply that study of yourself and self-care is selfish. Like if you're a mom, especially, and what I've learned is we've been taught backwards. It's almost like we want to give to everyone else. And that's the way that we do it. That's the way that we're a successful mom or wife or in business. Like we give, give, give. And anytime we turn inward and start taking care of ourselves and studying ourselves and journal about ourselves, it's a negative, it's a selfish thing. But what I've learned through this is that when you fill your own cup up, you are so much more overflowing for everybody else. You can't help but pour out your love and your excitement and your joy and your zest for life that it's double or triple as magnetic as if you tried the old way of taking care of everybody else first. So that's what, that's my, that's my message. If I could just end this is that everything you do to learn about yourself and study yourself and become the highest frequency of yourself is that you just become this magnetic person that people can't wait to be around. That's what I've experienced. So tried it all the wrong ways, did it all backwards. And I've turned from this toxic Grinch who just wanted to be away from everybody into this magnetic sparkly person that now, even as a projector with my, my pointed aura that people just are drawn to me. And you can have that too, as a listener, you can turn into the person that you know, you are as a kid, you recognized it and somewhere along the way, you just lost it. So yeah, that's where I would end. And yeah, you can find me on Instagram, eclectic underscore outpost. And I do two hour deep dives. And then after the two hour deep dive, you can consider if you want to go into a one-on-one coaching with me, that's my kind of container right now, because I do love working one-on-one and that is where I do my best work. So thank you so much for having me on here. I really enjoyed this conversation. Uh, I enjoyed it as well. I'm so grateful that you said yes. And I can't wait to have more of your content shared on my platforms and just looking forward to future collaborations. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode on the Field by Gratitude podcast. I love that you are here and I invite you right now to join in on the Cocoon Challenge launching January. Right now we are on the waitlist. Go on fueledbygratitude.org. Check out the waitlist. Check out the details of the Cocoon program. We're going to have three amazing guest trainers, workbook, a journal, a planner to go with the entire program. If you're ready for transformation, if you're ready to step into 2023 and achieve and attain some incredible goals and really align yourself authentically in a way that's going to result in you understanding yourself better and knowing what it is that you need to do to achieve those results and manifest an incredible thriving life, then check it out. Come join us as we launch the Cocoon program January 23rd. Right now is the time to get in. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Fueled by Gratitude, and I hope to connect with you soon.